our own stuff. You dollar. I'm an Aleph. Um, we just finished by talking about the fact that Yeshayahu um, didn't feel he was giving these uh, 18 kind of like admonishments of the Jewish people. Really, it's just talking about 18 wonderful types of people who they're not going to have around anymore if there's a Chorban based on Mikdash. And then the Gemara said, Velo Nizkara Daito, Lahem, Right, that the people who, and the Pasuk says that those who are more respected are going to, you know, dominate those who are less, and that basically these are the people who have less mitzvos who will, you know, dominate the people who have more mitzvos. Uh, that again, that you're going to have people who don't pay, basically don't respect the halakha that much, and they only important mitzvahs matter to them, not important mitzvahs, not so much, and they're going to dominate over those who all mitzvahs matter to them. And so I, I, I saw someone asked, like, why, why, what does that mean, this karadaito? Yushayahu couldn't wait to give that, like, to really, like, give it to, to, to Am Yisrael, like, he, he enjoyed it, he gave him a hana, like, what does that even mean? So I saw two answers. Um, one given by the Marsha that says that young disrespecting the old is a sign of Yemosa Mashiach. Right? So you have, the, you have the young who are, you know, uh, you know, uh, overpowering and being disrespectful for the old, as terrible as that is, it was a sign of, you know, that eventually Mashiach is going to come. Um, the, the other, other chat I saw is that um, he's, he was giving all 18 and he saw that it wasn't getting through and no one was listening to him. By the time he got to the 19th, he saw that people, like, responded and they could appreciate it and it made him feel better in the sense that he felt like he was saying something that would actually help the people grow which was the goal and so therefore that's why he learned his own Skyradaito until he got to uh, to the last one fine but let's continue the Gemara continues Amr of Katina Afilu Bishas Kishlona Shal Yushalayim even when the, when the Yushalayim was stumbling right the time of a stumbling block of Yushalayim Lo Pasku Mayhem Bali Amana there were still people who had a, who had a Muna Shnamar Kirpos Ishbachiv Base Aviv Lemor Simla uh, Simla Lach Katsin Tielanu. So the the pasuk says that, but like the way a person will grab onto um, 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 grab onto his brother, the house of his father, to say that there's like you should be clothed and you should be our chief. So what does that mean? Devarim Shavnei Adam Miskasim Kisimla things that people typically cover themselves with you have in your control meaning this refers to Divrei Torah the person who you know typically covers himself in, in Divrei Torah and people don't you know don't have these things you still have them right the things that that, that it's hard for other people to, to hold on to you, you hold on to them what does that mean what's, what's this this uh, stumbling block Again, same thing that there are things that people don't can't really uh, you know stand by and actually they often stumble by but instead you are able to stand on them because you can because you can uh, you have Torah mitzvahs in your hand so you're going to rise up that day and say, 
I can't be a chief, I can't be in charge, and I don't have any, any bread or, or any clothing in my house, don't make me a katsin, don't make me someone who's in charge. So what does that mean? Yisa, ain Yisa el lashon shavua. The person's going to take an oath. That's what we just had this week's parsha last week. Lo chovesh, and don't make me a a chovesh. What does that mean? A ruler. Lo hayisi mechovshei beis hamedrash. I wasn't one of the people who uh, sat in the beis medrash. Ube beisi ein lechem vein simla she ein biyadi lo mikav lo misham lo gemara. Basically, there were people then who. What's the, what's the really the kashi? The kashi is that we were saying until now that um, all these people are going to be removed from Am Yisrael during the time of the Chorban, and now we're saying that that no, that there that even during the time of uh, the Chorban there were still people who were Baalei Amana, people who still believed, people who still were humble, who were honest about who they were, and they would you know even during this terrible time they wouldn't say yeah yeah sure I'll take over I'll be in charge. It wasn't they, they were honest about what they had and what they didn't have. So Gemara says, "With Dilma Shani Hasam, the e Amr Lahu Gemirna Amele Emelan." I'll tell you a very simple reason why the people were honest about what they knew and didn't know. Because the person says, "I know," and then people are gonna say, "Okay, great. So teach us." <laughs> the person's like, "Oh, oh, wait, shoot, I don't know anything. That's not gonna work very well." So no, you don't need a big, a big, uh, big humble person. It's just they're smart to not get themselves stuck. So Gemara says, "No, have a little Meimar Gamar Veshach." He could have said, "No, no, no." I mean, at one time I learned. I, I went to yeshiva once, you know, but I forgot afterwards. Um, that's what I could have said. Okay. So Gemara continues. My lo chovesh. What does it mean? Don't make me a ruler. Lo chovesh klal. Don't make me a ruler at all. You mean really? So again, really, is it true that that? It means that people will say, "Don't make me the ruler," because they were like so honest and you know and, and, and humble. But I thought R- Rava says Yishalayim was destroyed because people they, there were no honest, trustworthy people. Shenamar shoted to bechutzos Yishalayim v'rauna v'deu ubikshu b'chavosa im timsu ish im yesh osem mishpat mevakish emunah v'aslachla. Hashem says, "Look around. Try to find somebody who's uh, honest, who's." Uh, you know who does mishpat? Who's a you know a person who's trustworthy? If you if, if you have someone like that, I'll 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 uh, <coughs> you know I'll uh, I'll forgive him. Almost sounds like you know uh, like Avram and Saddam, right? Find a, find righteous people. If you find enough righteous people, I'll save you. And they couldn't find him. So Moses says, "Well, Kasha, <coughs> turn the page. Have a divrei Torah, have a matan." Meaning that yeah, there were people who were honest about what they knew in Torah, but they were not. But the, but these same people maybe were still weren't honest in business. And so uh, it didn't matter. You're right that 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 there are people that can tell us there are people who are honest about what they knew and didn't know in Torah. But what Akash Baruch was upset about was that those people were not honest in their in their business. And it was a tremendous, an excellent Musa, right? You can be, uh, you know, uh, whatever. You can be the person who spends a lot of time learning and, go, and going to Shurim, etc. And then you're not honest in business, and your Shalom will still destroy the base of which is interesting. Um, okay. Right, right. they were honest. When it came to, to business, they were not honest. And and so the Torah being honest and the Torah didn't save them, even though um, because they weren't honest in business. Okay, Tanurban. Story that Reb Yochanan Zaka was riding on a donkey. And he was going on the way. Reb Lazar was. You know, following behind, leading the donkey. 
Why? Because he wants to. Because he, he wanted to listen, right? He wanted to listen to his rabbi. So he, he's on the. So so Yochanan the donkey of Elizabeth Rach is is walking like right next to him, trying because he wants to have a conversation. So, Amalo Rebbe, Shina Li Perak Echad B'Maisim Mekava. He says to him, you know, can you do me a favor? I, I'd love to learn something about Maisim Mekava. Teach me one Perak, one chapter. So Amalo, Lo Kach Shanisi Lachem. I taught you. Didn't I teach you this? V'Lo Merkava V'Yachet. I can't teach you one on one Maisim Mekava. Unless you understand on your own. So that's not going to work. Um, I can't do that. So Amal Rebbe, Tarsheni Lomar Lefanecha Dover Echad Shalabadatani. He says, fine. He says, Rebbe, at least allow me to tell you one element of Maestro Merkava that you taught me once. Maybe he's trying to show him that you, I, I remember already. I, I, maybe he's trying to show me he's a Mavi Medaito. Because he says, look, I, I'll show you that I, I know something already. So Amalo, Amor. Fine, tell me. So right away he got off his donkey, he covered himself up, he covered his head, sat down on a rock under a alger. So I'm a low what are you getting down for? It's not appropriate. You're going to tell me, Maestro Merkava, I'm going to sit on a donkey. The Yerushalayim's here, and, and the Malachim are going to show up. It's going to be a tremendous experience. I'm not going to be sitting on a donkey. It's not appropriate for me if that's going to happen. So immediately, started to talk about the Maestro Merkava. He's giving the drasha and and fire comes down from the sky. And it surrounds all the trees. And they all started to sing, to sing Shira. Oh, one second. Yeah. The Bach makes it even clearer. That the trees all began to sing Shira to Hashem. Okay? Sounds like what you think it is. Right? That the trees all began to sing. Okay. So, what Shira did they say? Halus Hashem mina aretz taninim v'chal tamos pre-eats v'chal sorry eats pre-v'chal arizim haluya right that we sing to Hashem who sings to Hashem right the the taninim the sea creatures and everything that's down below and the 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 the, the fruit of the tree and all of the trees themselves the cedars so sing to Hashem so the trees themselves sing that a tree should sing to Hashem. Okay, so now the Malach mina Eish, the Amar Hein Hein Maaser Mekava, and a Malach says, responds from the fire, this is Maaser Mekava. So Amar Yochan ben Zakkai ben Nishko al Harosho, he gets up and he gives a kiss to Elizabeth Aruch on his head. The Amar Baruch Hashem Malkei Yisrael Shenasan ben Avram Avinu Shodei la Havin v'Lachkorv liJosh Maaser Mekava. Wow, Baruch Hashem that he gave uh, that he gave uh, a, a son to Avram Avinu who knows how to. Understand and to, and to dig and to be and to darshan the ma'aser merkava. And also the implication here also is that Rosh Hashanah knew how to do it by himself, right? Because he didn't have to be taught. The whole point is he told him, "I'm not going to teach you." So clearly, even on his own, he already knew a lot. Um, interesting that he calls him, you know, Ben Avram Avinu rather than Ben Yaakov Avinu rather than Ben Dover. You know, it's interesting. I'm not sure why he calls him that. He does say he does yes, he does say that he taught him that. But it's interesting because he says, teach me, and he says to him, I told you I can't teach you one-on-one. So, did he forget that he taught him? I don't know. I'm not, it's, not, it's not clear. It's a good point. But clearly, he didn't want to go into depth in teaching him, so I guess he was telling him, look, you, it must be maybe the answer is that he taught him something, and that Rolazim ben like had understood, right? 
to be maybe in Dover, Mitoch Dover. That's like the, the highest level, right? To, to, to understand things on their own. So, and, and he was able to take the things that he knew and to understand much deeper. Okay. Yaish na'e darish ve'ein na'e mekayim. This continue of, of his praise of Allah's menorah. There are some who are good at darshaning and they're not, and they're not so good at fulfilling. Na'e mekayim, good at fulfilling, but they're not good at, at, at darshaning, at, at learning. So, ata na'e darish ve'ein na'e You're great, you're good at both. You know how to darsh it and you know how to fulfill also. You can do both. You're good at the, the, like the theoretical, you're good at the practical, you know how to do both. Ashrecha Avram Avinu, She'Allah ben Arach Yatsa Mechaltach. And Avram Avinu is so, it's wonderful for him that Allah ben Arach came out of his, out of his children. What a Zuchos, Rabbi Nochem Zagai says this about you, it's a pretty big, pretty big praise. Ukshinemru Hadvarim Divnei Yeshua. And when they said this, I did, did, told this to Rabbi Yeshua. Hayahuv Rabbi Yossi HaKohen. Mehalchem Adar, Chem Rabbi Yosei Kol, you were walking in the, on the way. Amru Af Anu Nidrosh Meisim Rekava. They say, great. We're also going to kind of do a Darshan Meisim Rekava. Pasach in Yeshua Vedarish. So Yeshua started to Darshan. Veosayom Tekuvas Tamus Haya. It was the the like the solar equinox, whatever, close to that. It's the beginning of Tekuvas Tamus. Haya Niskashu Niskashu Shemayim Ba'avim, and the and the Sky got full of clouds, which is very unusual in Eretz Israel and Bavel during Tikufas Tammuz. At the time, there was basically no rain at all. Venira came in Keshes Banan, and there was now a rainbow in the sky. The way when there's like, you know, Kate Samaractive, and everyone stands around to watch. So all the Malachim came to watch as Yerushua was Darish Maisim Rekava. Halach of Yosia Cohen. So Yosi went and told Yosi what happened. It's amazing for you. It's amazing. It's amazing for your children. And it's amazing in my eyes. I got the teachers to sing. In my dream, we were sitting at Harsinai. And a basketball came out. It tells us to go up. Traklin Gedolin Umatsos Naos Mutsos Lachem. There's a a palace and and nice nice things waiting for you. Atem v'tamidichem, tamidichem v'tamidichem, tamidichem v'zumanon makas hashlishes. And you're all part of the the third cat. So the third cat implies some very high level place in Shemayim. Uh, there's like different different groups, etc. And you are mizuman. So. Uh, you know, and, and these are different people who stand in front, sit in front of the Kisei Kavod. So your your chevra, who are so uh, you know, um, not that they have knowledge, but they have this ability to connect to such spiritual things. You're Muzuman, You're like invited to come up. Okay. So Gemara says, "Any really?" By the time Yosef Yehuda Omer Shlosha Hartzos Hain Yeshua. There are three types of people who can you know, kind of uh, give. Uh, you know, explain the Ma'aser Merkava. Rabbi Yeshua here said Devarim the Fnei Rabbi Yochanan and Zakai. Rabbi Kiva here said the Fnei Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Yeshua Chanan and Chachina here said the Fnei Rabbi Kiva. So there were three different people who 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 were Dorish in Ma'aser Merkava. Yosef Yehuda did so. Uh, sorry, Yeshua did so in front of Yochanan and Zakai. Rabbi Kiva did so in front of Yeshua, and Chanan and Chachina did so in front of Rabbi Kiva. Vidu Rabbi Ben Arach Lo Kachashiv. Right, and this list of people who were Darish Meshavakava, our whole story is about Lozab and Arach, who, who did, the, did this, and he's not included. So, 
how could this whole story be true if in the list of those who were Darish Maris Merkava, Rebbe Lazar was never listed? So Gemara explains the Artsi ve'Artsu Kamei Kachashiv. The Artsi ve'Lo Artsu Kamei Lo Kachashiv. So it depends. The people who are listed in that group are the people who would be Darish Maris Merkava, and then people would be Darish back in front of them. Okay, someone who just darshaned themselves and other people didn't do it back to them, they're not listed. So presumably, Rebbe Lazar so he. He, he was Dorish Mashmakava, but he didn't have anybody who darshaned in front of him back. Yeah, okay, fine. Um, okay, ask the Gemara. Vaha Hanani Minachinai. No one, no one ever darshan ma'as recover in front of him, and he's included. The artsi miya kamei man da artsi. No, it must be there was somebody who uh, who, who who did. If he's being included in this list, so um, does it mean that he darshan in front of someone who did? How do I explain that? The artsi, the artsi miya kamei. Man the artsy that he when he darshan he darshan in front of some, someone who had darshaned already. Is that the point? So it must be. I think they're saying that it did. He was not included in the list. He's included because it must be that it did happen to him. It's just that we don't have it listed anywhere that someone darshaned in front of him also. Um, okay, fine. And now is a very, very, uh, very famous Gemara. Gemara says as follows. We're not talking about people connecting to, uh, you know, being invited up to Shemayim, etc. Gemara now continues. Tanur Abanon, Arba Nichnes of Pardes. There were four people who went into Pardes. So Pardes, some very high level place in Shemayim. You go in and experience your bonus So they went up into the Pardes. Ve'elohein, ben Azai, uben Zoma, Acher, v'Rabbi Kiva. So it's not even these people, right? Uh, Rabbi Kiva is included, but the other one's not. Ben Azai, Ben, ben Zoma, Acher, who's Elisha Ben Avuya, right? Uh, who becomes Acher because he ends up, he ends up uh, going off the derech, he becomes a kofer, he becomes a heretic, uh, and Rabbi Kiva. So Amlam Rabbi Kiva, Kiva says to them, Kishatem Agin Eitzel Avnei Sheish Tahor, Al Tomru Mayim Mayim. So he says, Rabbi Kiva says, I'm looking, you get up there, there's going to be these, these very special stones. And these very special stones, they look like water. They look like water. And you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna. They look like you know flowing water. You're gonna say, "Oh my gosh, there's water everywhere!" It's gonna, be, it's gonna scare them. He says, "Don't say when they get up there, there's water, water. Don't say that. Why? Someone who says it is not true cannot stand in front of my eyes. I Meaning, you can't say things in front of Rebbe Shalom that are not correct. So even though you're gonna, it's gonna look like it's water, don't say that because it's not the truth. Then Azai hits it umes. Then Azai glanced at the Rebbe Shalom, whatever that means, he saw the Shechina, and he died. Allah v'akas of Omer, yakar be'enei Hashem, ha'mav salach hasidah. Right? Those who are, 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 are precious to Hashem, but those who, who die from His mercy, in a certain sense. I mean, that, that he, he experienced the Kaddish Baruch and he passed away from it. Ben Zoma hits it, v'nifka. Ben Zoma also glanced at Kaddish Baruch and he got hurt. Um, he got, you know, uh, he got, uh, you know, they, they explained that he, he became like mentally uh, unstable from, from this experience. Right, that the Pasuk means 
when you find honey, eat what's enough for you, but not too much. Because if you do, you're going to have too much and you're going to end up, literally, you're going to vomit. Meaning, it's something that becomes overwhelming for you, it's going to affect you in a negative way, right? So he experienced the Kodesh Baruch Hu, but he couldn't handle it. Acher kitzates binetihos. Acher went up and he was cutting down the trees. So clearly it doesn't mean that he actually was cutting down trees, but it means that he, he damaged his own you know, spiritual nature by going up there was actually negative for him because he also wasn't appropriately prepared, which is interesting because he was apparently appropriately prepared enough that he was able to get up there. Right? So it's enough that he could get up, but he, uh, but he uh, it, it damages himself. And I, I don't know if this means to say that he, it's only after this experience that Acha eventually becomes you know, a person who doesn't believe in Tarshavah Pet. Um, maybe because of how he dealt with himself when he, when he was up there. And Rabbi Akiva, Yasa B'Shalom. Rabbi Akiva went up and he came out okay. Uh, so Shalu has been Zoma, Maola, Saruse. So now that they mention Ben Zoma, uh, they're just going to mention a couple of halachos that were, met, that, were, that were taught by Ben Zoma. So they said to uh, Shalu's Ben Zoma, and uh, the they asked him these Shalu's beforehand, right? So they asked him, Maola, Saruse, Kalva. Can you, uh, can you uh, neuter a, a dog? It's actually a, a big child in the halacha. Is it permissible to, to, neuter, to neuter animals? Typically the answer is no. Um, and so they asked him, is it permissible to neuter a dog? So, because here the, 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 the psukim they are talking about that you can't bring an animal as a korban if its uh, genitalia have been, have been destroyed or crushed or broken. So, so the Gemara says, and so the Pazit says, and don't do that. Right, so you're not allowed to do that to your animals, just like you can't bring an animal like that to the to as a korban. Any animal can you can't do that to either. Um, if a, a, the halacha generally is a, a, a woman who's ever had um, who's ever had tashmish, ever had intercourse, is not permitted to a kohen gadol at all, ever, no matter what. Um, so the question is, what if she's pregnant? Is the fact that she's pregnant, does that mean, presumably we would say that means that she's ever had intercourse, and which she should be asked to the Kohen Gadol. So do we say, Shmuel apparently said he's, it's possible for him to, to, to be together with a woman and never to below uh, dam, meaning that uh, a woman who's never had intercourse, so she has a hymen which becomes, which, which, which bleeds when she has, uh, she's together with a man for the first time. So Shmuel says, well, it's possible for me to. Uh, to be with a woman and, and never to, to cause that, that to break, in which case she like retains her, uh, you know, uh, um, in, in which case the fact that she became pregnant wouldn't mean that she's not, she's not really Basula because she's been together with a man before. Or Dilma the Shmuel or Shlicha, we said that's, that's impossible. The idea of someone being pregnant but remaining a Basula is really impossible. Uh, so Amalahu the Shmuel or Shlicha, no, we don't say that's, that's something we consider possible. So what do we choshesh for? We say maybe she really never had intercourse ever, but she became uh, pregnant through because she was in a bath and there was uh, zera in a bath, and, it became, and she became pregnant through that through that water. So the um, so Gemara says, well, really, you can't have you can't have when we become pregnant from from uh, zera that, that that just sitting there has to come out strong so it can go uh, and impregnate somebody. So Gemara says, no, no, it means that it, as long as it comes out appropriately, it, there's nothing wrong with the zera itself, it can still impregnate somebody. We, this Gemara, for years, was seen as an anomaly. Like, what kind of ridiculous thing is it to say that a person can be pregnant from ever, without ever having, being together, a man and woman. 
and this is something the Gemara has been used later to talk about artificial insemination, right? That's something that was seen as like a ridiculous case of the Gemara that could never have been used for anything practical actually has very practical ramifications when, when, I, when artificial insemination became a, became a possible thing. So it's just interesting, a lot of these Gemaras become like, you know, very strange to us sometimes, like what a strange thing to say, but they actually can end up having very, very significant halakha ramifications. So this is a Gemara also that's quoted in that context and, uh, you know, certainly has such ramifications. So we'll, uh, we'll stop here and we'll continue next week.